Welcome to a look in the future, where we ask, what would you do if you can go and look in the future and ask yourself questions about how to grow your firm, how to transition into advisory services, and more. Luckily for us, we can just ask the time traveler himself, Paul Latham, and learn the knowledge we need at our firms today to evolve into advisory services, and most importantly, become the most relevant advisor to our clients. And we're really lucky because Paul brings three amazing things with him. Number one, he's built a successful account practice in the UK, so he understands us accountants. In fact, he built his firm into an advisory powerhouse, which sold for $45 million back in 2001. Number two, he's taken a business public, building to a market value in excess of $400 million. So he really understands what business owners need and value and what we as accountants need to provide to them. And finally, as I said, number three, we don't need to, need to invent time travel. We don't need the flux capacitor. We can just ask Paul and learn from the transition he made 20 years ago in the UK into providing business advisory services. As without a doubt, that trend is here today in the US. As always, I'm Garrett Wagner, your entrepreneurial CPA channel host. And I'm excited to be joined by the legendary, the amazing Paul Latham of Hainrock Solutions. Now, Paul, I've been thinking about this a lot, and I, I want, this is not a viewer question, this is my question today. I'm really curious to hear your opinion. What do you think is the most common reason why accountants sometimes, a lot of times, fail to make this transition into becoming business advisors? Hi, Garrett. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, good question. Good question by you there, Garrett. Uh, impressed with that one. Um, so, Okay, why, why do accountants sometimes fail to become effective business advisors? I think it's probably easiest for me to answer that question by turning the question around and thinking about the things that accountants need to do to become effective business advisors. And by definition, if they don't do these things, they probably will fail. So I think the starting point is, um, first of all, number one, the accountant, I think, needs to recognize it's their job to lead the client in terms of business advisory. And if the accountant leads the client, the client is only too willing to follow. And basically the alternative is you, you let the client lead the accountant and that's a really bad place to be in. Um, most clients, most accountants clients have never run a business before and they all recognize that they need help and they want to be, they want to be led. Um, so I think step one, you know, from the accountant's point of view, recognize it's your job to lead, to lead the client. Or if we turn it around to your question, why do they fail to become business advisors? It's because they don't recognize it's their job to lead the client. But that then takes you then to, okay, how do we lead the client? And I think when you, when you boil it all down, there are really two very, very important sort of aspects of how to lead the client. And you need both of them. And I think number one, you need a system or a structure or a process in terms of how you deliver business advice. And number two, you, you sort of, as the accountant, you need coaching in how to actually deliver it. So if we deal with those sort of in turn, the system and the structure and the process, you know, I believe that if you create a system or a structure or a process, I mean, we, we do this at Hayden Rock, but you know, any, any accountant can do it themselves in terms of creating their system, structure, and process. Essentially what you're doing is you're creating a templated approach. And once you then have the mindset 
of creating a templated approach, then you're treating business advisory like a product, if you like. And I always mentally try to break it down, business advice into what I call discrete boxes of business advice. Mm-hmm. So you have heard me talk about, you know, would you like a box of, of a vision workshop or, a, you know, have some accountability meetings or have four ways to grow a business or whatever it may be. They're all discrete boxes. And the great thing about once you've created that template is that it's defined. And once you've defined something, let's say like a vision workshop, then it becomes easier for me to sell it to you. Um, I'm selling you a box of something. It's a defined box of product and it costs X. So you've got a fixed value and sort of separately and sort of connected to it. It's not only easier to sell a defined box of something, it's also easier to deliver because once you've defined it, you sort of know, well, this is what I do at the beginning and this is the middle and this is the end and I know when to stop and I know what, what I'm doing. So if you turn that sort of all that stuff around again, I think really effective business advisors have a system and a structure and a process and have defined what they're doing so they can sell it and so they can deliver it or turning it around to your question. If you don't have one of those, you're really struggling and you're probably going to fail. So that's the sort of first part of the leading, the system and the structure and the process. But then you sort of probably need some coaching. The accountant probably needs some coaching. Um, I, I think the easiest way to think of this is, um, you know, in terms of what they already do, most accountants do backward service, backward looking services, compliance, and so on. And obviously, in that area, as a generality, the accountant is confident of their ability, and they are comfortable with doing it. And to use a phrase, they're the expert in the room. Um, if you then compare and contrast with them suddenly becoming uh, a business advisor, providing forward looking services, they're typically not confident of their ability, certainly in the beginning, and they're outside their comfort zone, they're uncomfortable, and at least in the beginning, and, and they, they wouldn't regard themselves in the beginning as being an expert. And it's no different to learning to swim or ride a bike. You know, if you try and if you try and swim the channel the first time you did it, you'd be in big trouble. So, you know, or riding a bike, you know, you need kids need their dad to hold onto the back of the bike to, when, when they're first doing it and having that coach. So I think, you know, if you can then have that coaching uh, where, where the coach is providing some sort of hand-holding, but also pushing a little bit. So it's a little bit of safety net, but also a little bit of go on, do it. You know, you can do it. Um, then, you know, it becomes possible for the advisor to learn to swim. So I think if you boil those three things down, um, successful advice is probably, probably boils down to three things. Recognising it's your job to lead the client. It's your fiduciary duty. Um, creating a structured process so that you can sell it and deliver it and recognizing that you're going to need some coaching in the first place to build your confidence and turning it around. If you, if you don't recognize, if you haven't got a process and you didn't take on a coaching, you, you're probably going to fail and you won't be effective advisors. Makes sense, uh, Gareth. That makes sense. And that kind of, I can frame that what, what I see from a lot of firms where we work with firms from different consulting and coaching standpoints as well. Of, you know, either they're, they're, they've tried it and failed completely. And say, yeah, I, I've tried to do this and I've got to nowhere with business advisory services. Or a lot of times we'll see they might have one partner that's quote unquote doing it. Yeah. And he's kind of like, why can't everybody else do it? And he kind of starts those questions when he's just like, well, yeah, I just, I went to the client and I said like, hey, I'm going to do a vision workshop. And, and I just did it. 
And then I met with them once a month and I, I just, just showed up and talked to them. Like, why can't other people do that? Well, that person is naturally predisposed to, to do that a little bit more. Um, and they can do it okay. But as we talked before, the intangible is very, it's in the gas phase. It's not solidified. So you can't, they can't get yeah. other people to repeat that. Like, I just show up in a room and I do this and I wing it. And it's, yeah. it's okay. It's not great. And most importantly, your part, it's not a scalable, repeatable process. Exactly. That, it's that, I mean, it, it, you, you're quite right. It's that um, it's not only easier to deliver if you have a system and a, or a process, it's easier to leverage. Yes. Um, once we've done one, we can do two and three and we know what, what's going to happen. And, and um, uh, yeah, I think, I think, I think those are the key. Yeah. I think those are the key factors. Um, and, and it's, yeah. And they're all iterative. These things they all connect up. Um, so it's if you, if you if you haven't got a process, you can't you can't sell it. If you yeah. can't sell it, it's very difficult to deliver it. And if you haven't got a way of delivering it, it's very difficult to deliver it more than once. And I think the other thing, going back to your guy, that you know the guy that has a go does it himself and yeah. does it in a particular way. The problem they're going to have as well is it's sort of easy uh, if you're reasonably skilled to have one good meeting with a client or even two good meetings with a client or maybe three, but let's say we're three months into this process and you're still winging it. I, I think you find that you, to use my phrase, run out of things to say because what you've not built is a sustaining process. And, and so one of the reasons we use vision plan and desire is by definition, it's saying, well, we, you know, we need to know where we're going. We need to have create a plan. And then we need to get there and that's taking some time. And, and what it does actually is create a sustainable process uh, that keeps on going. And it's why you can then work with someone for months and months and years and not run out of things to say. Whereas if you try and wing it, I think I, mean, I used to do this. I used to try and wing it 20 odd years ago. And I discovered that the problem was you got stuck after about three months. Yes. And that's what we see a lot of times with the people that are winging it. They can wing it at first, but it's hard to continue their momentum because you're winging every time. And eventually the client's kind of like, hey, like what are exactly are we doing here? And your winging catches up to you. So just like, you know, like just like for us at accountants and CPA, I'm not going to do an audit without having the audit checklist. You know, cash. Here's the audit program for cash. Step one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do the bank rec or step two, confirm the cash balance. Just like that. There's a process to business advisory services. We're gonna take what we already do and leverage this new vertical. Otherwise, we're gonna be lost. Yeah, and, and it's sort of like any of these systems. If, if you you have to to sustain something, you have to create a loop in the process. Um, so once you create loops in the process, it means you can sort of re restart, start again, keep going. And that's the see. Ultimately, business advice is about meeting regularly with your client. That's all you're trying to do: meet yeah. regularly with your clients and add some value. But having, having a direction to that and having a sustainability to that is pretty key to your success. Yeah. So, Paul, I love it. So that's what, if you're out there and you're watching this, you're trying to get started with business advisory services, which if you're not, you need to. Process, 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 almost all day long. But definitely process um, and coaching is going to get you there. That's going to help get you down that path. So, Paul, as always, thank you for the time. I always walk away learning something and knowing our audience will as well. So if you're watching out there today, um, we think you should need to know where you stand. Is your firm ready for the future and ready to make this shift? 
just like we talked about today, look at that process, look at the metrics, see what it means to you. Take a minute and set up for your own free biz survey and get an objective assessment of how prepared your firm is for the future. For a special offer for watching the show, we'll provide you the results of your biz score and a quick follow-up meeting. There's a link below in the social media posting. I encourage you to take the test and see how ready you are for the future. I wanna thank everyone for watching. You know the drill, click to subscribe to the YouTube channel, stay up to date, all the latest episodes. And as always, we challenge you today to take action to change the world and invest in yourself.